Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Hello and welcome to Hell by Sex with My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas. I've got new braces in today. Oh. And they are really hurting. I say today, they put them in a couple of days ago, but they're, they're tightening up at the moment. So if I sound a bit seven fizzling sausages, mm. it's because well, they're doing me any. Your wanna... teeth are looking good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, answering your 21st century questions, they'll do that bit. And finding solutions, they're just really cool. Yeah, I get it, they're tight. Um, finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, is it normal to post a picture of your feet onto Instagram on holiday after appearing on a feet Wikipedia page? <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Feed the fans. And does going to a festival mean you're allowed to lose your sense of fashion? And of course, what should you do if you've Did accident- Ben ever have a sense of fashion? Yeah, fair one. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexed your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants. Are we, William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not. Jordan North, Radio 1 presenter. I'm more jewel in the crown. You're more pain in the arse. <laughs> It's an original. It's a William original. Is that? Have you done that one before? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. It doesn't no. rhyme, but I, it amused me. Oh, okay. Um, shall we? Shall we do a toast? Should we? Yes. And I think we should toast. And look, get me talking about football. I think we should toast the women's football team. Oh, don't! You've had a bloody good week. Jesus, that was the best one yet. What, what, so they've they've got into the final. Yes. And who are they against, or do we not know yet? Germany. Oh, oh, oh. will it be five one again? Is that was that recent? No, that was two thousand and one. Oh, fair enough. I remember okay. watching that game. I had my first beer. I think possibly even I passively watched it whilst. That's enough. Good God. Trust me. Anyway, up the women. <laughs> we haven't done an episode recently where you have been sloshed. No, I haven't. No. No. Sloshed. I'd quite like to go back to those because it's always funny. We do have a drink. We do I'll have a drink, what... but you, you sip it. I yeah. have a minor problem. Maybe, uh, I was thinking, could we record? Yeah. We need to do that soon. We do need to do that We've not soon. Been proper pissed in ages, no. have we? Um, early episodes, we used to be hammered. <laughs> yes. Didn't we? Well, you were unemployed, more yeah. or less. I don't know. <laughs> Like Wednesday afternoon, game, <laughs> and often we'd record at my house, so it yeah. was very easy. <laughs> it yeah. was very easy for God, me. God, we used to get absolutely pissed, didn't we? 
when we're going home and having to go to bed. I think episode three. Because also, in the first series, we used to do three or four episodes in an, on, an, on the trot. Yes. And I think episode three and four, always in, in the sort of the run, is normally when I would particularly start to go. Yeah. And I didn't drink as much. I mean, I don't drink a lot now, but I'm more used to gin and bonnet. I've had five years of getting used to it. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, we... The early episodes, we were bloody hammered. Yeah, we were. I had a lovely text from you. Uh, was it last night or the night before, saying that you were listening to me in bed? Yes. You'd taken me to bed with I you. I was taking you to bed with me. Which is nice. And just I, as you're falling off to sleep. I think I counted 26 Mykonos jokes from last week's <laughs> episode. I promise, no more Mykonos jokes. Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, Unless... A... <laughs> Go on. It's funny. Mm. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your squeamish stories to help at sextedmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextedmyboss or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter paper. The address is on the website sextedmyboss.com. How's your week been? Uh, it's been lovely this week, even though it's been slightly cooler weather-wise, but it's been even cooler in our bedroom because oh, yeah. our luxury air conditioning unit with oscillating function has arrived. It's just a fan from John it's Lewis. It's not a fan. It's, it's an air conditioning unit with a pipe going out the window. Okay. But it makes the bedroom beautifully cool. Oh, does it? We have had the best night's sleep we've had in weeks. See, my tower fan's great. But mm. When it's on rotation, it started squeaking. So in the middle of the night, it just goes... Oh, mm. a bit creepy. Mm. Yeah. So I need to... You need to oil it. How much was it? Can you tell me? Oh, okay. That's... It's a sizable thing. It's it, also dehumidifier. So is it's, it's too way? Is it box? It's a little bit big because it has to have 50 centimetres of clearance all, all around it. You're the guy that reads the instructions. No, you? I'm not. Mike is the guy that reads oh, the instructions. Yeah. He installed it, obviously. Of course, yeah. And Get me tool belt and art out and boots. I'll install this and give you a good scene too afterwards. And, uh, and yeah, so it does, st- it does jut out a little bit. And I have tripped over it once or twice in the night. Oh, but uh, at least we're cool. Okay. So that's fine. So that's very exciting. So would you recommend it? I'd heartily recommend it, yes. Also, if, if you would like it. And also we got one with, with an A-plus energy rating just before anyone comes at us. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Oh, you just reminded me. What? Yesterday in Wait... Oh, God, who am I? Oh, <laughs> yesterday in Waitrose. <laughs> right, before you start, I do... I'm not just saying that. I do miss an Aldi, but there's... Um, <laughs> No, I'm just... There isn't an Aldi near you, is the, there? So, basically, the nearest shop near me is Waitrose, and it's just handy. I go in most nights yeah. after work. Yeah. It's just, and it's, and I, I always get Waitrose Essentials, so it's not as dear. Right. And it, oh, for God's sake. Anyway, I walked in yesterday, mm. and I'm on phone to my mate, um, <laughs> bitching about work, and, like, proper ranting and stuff. Mm. And it, it's like, there's a really weird atmosphere. Okay, I forget, you've just reminded me. Really weird atmosphere. In Waitrose. In Waitrose. And, like... I feel like everybody's looking at me and I'm filling my basket up with loads of cheese. You know, I love my cheese. Yes. So I'm on a bit of a low cheese. I like to have cheese in You're on a bit of a what? Low cheese. Um, Diet. No, no, no. There's not much in house. So I was oh, I see. A, che- a dairy shortage. So I feel like everybody's like, look, and there's like a really weird atmosphere. And look what happened. Oh, oh my God. It's... Rebel Restinction or whatever they're called. Extinction Rebellion. <laughs> Extinction Rebellion. So Jordan is showing me a picture of lots of people sitting down. We're Hold. doing a silent protest. Like one of the signs says, do you know how milk is made? <laughs> a cow is forcibly impregnated using a 
well, what? I can't say that. Like, and I'm there picking up loads of cheese and just putting it in the basket. <laughs> I felt really bad. Yeah. And did they try and stop you? No, it was a silent protest. Right. And then someone that someone that works at Wakefield walked past and went, "Oh, right, okay." And then they got security, and then you know the big cages that they put all the. They didn't put them in the cage. No, that they put all the food in. Yes. They just stacked them and started blocking them. What, the Waitrose staff blocked yeah. the Extinction Rebellion? And then I was really annoyed. I was like, excuse me, can I, can I just get some mozzarella? <laughs> some what? Mozzarella. All oh, right. And they wouldn't let me in. So they wouldn't. I mean, you know, yeah, I just felt really bad. So if, you, if you're from Extinction Rebellion, whatever it's called, is yes. that right? And I walked past that. I was reading your signs, but I was on the phone and weren't paying attention. And you needed your cheese. Five pounds for bloody Lurpak. I do not want to live in a world where Lurpak... How can you charge that? Why are you buying Lurpak? Because it's good. It's best N- butter. No, hey, it's not even butter. In my house, Lurpak we got for Christmas. Right? Is you... the... Oh, stop not it. As, not as a gift. <laughs> not as a gift. <laughs> prefer a lump of coal. No, we were we were floral vitalite or whatever it's called. Right. But if you we got Lurpak, did you as well then? We got Lurpak in for Christmas. No, of course he's not. He's from Hertfordshire. So now when I buy Lurpak, I'm like, I'm doing all right. It's not just for... What? What was your butter? What was your household butter? Lurpak. Lurpak. Yeah. I thought you said no. Yeah. Oh, not Christmas. Oh, not. Honestly. Uh, oh, right. We got it in at Christmas and it was like, yes. I think. If we got Lurpak in at Christmas, we knew. David and Caroline, Lurpak people. No, we have like normal blocks of cheese. Blocks of cheese. <laughs> anyway, if we got Lurpak in at Christmas, I knew I was going to have a good year with presents and stuff. <laughs> But now I can't. I can't bring myself to pay five pound for bringing her pack. L- five pound. I don't think even my butter is that much. What do you get? President. Oh, that's yeah. I like that, but that's holiday butter. Holiday butter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have different. It is President's holiday butter. Right. Like you get it in Spain or in. I know it's French, but well, yeah. It's 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 holiday butter. Okay, yeah. holiday. I didn't realise there were different grades of butter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's... Why would you go abroad and buy the same butter that you can buy in your own Because it's a country? treat, isn't it? It's holiday butter. It's like alioli. Right. <laughs> He's on Strictly, isn't he? <laughs> like alioli, you'd only, like, it's not the same over here. Right. Yeah. Aioli. Aioli, alioli. Aioli. Uh, in other news, because our cleaner's off for a month. I don't know why. She's we're obviously paying her too much. She's decided she needs a whole month off. Um, but I've decided to put the funds elsewhere and I've hired a gardener. Oh, have you? Yes. Mm. Now, I appreciate I don't have a patch of grass. I just have a very small terrace, but I decided it needs a bit of TLC. You've hired a gardener. I'm not being funny, but a gardener's not that fancy. Wendy and Graham used to have one. Okay. No, no, it's not that fancy, but I just felt I needed, I needed, I can't cope in in an environment without staff. And because the cleaner is off for a month, we'll now have a gardener. Okay. And what will the gardener do? Well, already he's be, he's trimmed my bush. I sent you a picture of him trimming my balls. You did. Yes. Uh, he's trimmed the balls. He's done a general tidy and sweep. The thing is with the terrace... You could do that. No, quite. We, and during lockdown, the terrace was immaculate. It was a little oasis because it was our outdoor space. It was lovely. And we were also had nothing else to do, nowhere Five else to go. Five pound for butter. Oh, all right. OK, the well, we're on to gardeners now. Sorry. And... During lockdown, it was gorgeous. Then, obviously, life has sort of relatively opened up and we haven't been giving it as much love. Remember, earlier on in the year, we had robins nesting on the terrace, so yeah. we didn't go out there because we didn't want to disturb them. 
then there was a mouse scene on the terrace, so I kind of didn't go out for a few weeks, waiting for it to go. I thought you were over that now. Well, well, come on to that in a minute. And uh, lots of leaves and things, it just sort of accumulated. So I thought, right, we'll get a gardener in for a couple of times, get it all sorted, and then no excuse, and then we can sort of take over, mm-hmm. and, and it'll be nice and immaculate. <clears throat> so we've got the gardener. He's wonderful. He's go coming on. with his jet hose. Oh, and what's his name? Deadhead Fred. Right, okay. Yeah. Is he actually called Fred? Yes. And uh, you called him Deadhead? Deadhead, you know, when you deadhead the, oh, okay. the plants. It's a gardening term. Well hung Just jo- call me Monty Don. Well Hung John was my favourite. Well Hung John the decorator in Manchester. Silly Bang Sue was your yes. cleaner. Who else do you have? Um, Pump it up Pete. Pump it up, well... real name wasn't Pete. No, but, you know. And was a flat earther, so... Yes. <laughs> he's, he's dead to me. Uh, who else have we had? In Manchester, I had Peekaboo Pete, the abseiling window cleaner with the dirty chamois. Because I lived on the 17th floor, they would have to abseil window clean, and I would often open the curtains at 7 o'clock in the morning, and there would Pete be. Get a surprise. I wonder how many times window cleaners have caught people wanking. Well, I mean, that's not quite what I meant. I wonder how many times this... I bet they've seen it all. Yes, I think George Formby did a song about it. Did he? Well, not about wanking, but about when I'm cleaning windows. That's what it's all about. Oh, is it? Honeymooning couples, kiss and coo. You should see this something, something too. I might just give all this up and head back up to Blackpool and be a George Formby tribute act. (laughs) With my little stick of Blackpool rock. I used to get mixed up with him and George Foreman. Yes, very separate people. Anyway, so yes, I've got a gardener. And actually, in more serious news, uh, and we'll just, I don't want to, I'm okay. I just want to point out for everybody. Um, But I've also got a therapist. You've got a therapist. I've got a therapist. Wow. Okay. Well, this this sort That's of so twenty two. I like it. Hey, thanks. So this thing happened. Can you remember a few week, a few months ago now? Mikey told me that I needed a psychiatrist. Yeah. And I got a little bit confused between a psychiatrist and a therapist. You need to see a bloody shrink, you. You're not writing, Ed. Can't cope with this shit anymore. Go and see someone, will you? Christ alive! It's like living in a bloody prison cell. So anyway, I I was thinking about it, and I thought, and I know I know a few people uh, in my life that have also gone to to therapy, and they have sort of evangelically talked about it, how it's very very helpful, and it's been marvelous for them. So I thought, do you know what? I'll do the same too, and I appreciate I have I might have a couple of issues that I need to sort of work through. I'm quite highly strung, so I've, I'm giving it a go. You're making the positive right steps. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. In many ways, I see this podcast sometimes as therapy, but you or Ben are not trained professionals. You've got a couple of issues. God help if I walked in there. Oh, yeah. therapist would need to see a therapist after seeing me. (laughs) To be honest, I've only had two sessions, and uh, whilst I'm talking about it, and you've come up, um, but whilst I've been talking about it and talking about you, I have thought, yeah, Jordan would really benefit from this. Have you actually? Yeah. Right. And ben, they ask, fair, but did, more you. Do they ask you about I think everybody, I think genuinely everybody could do it. It's something like going to the dentist, isn't it? That's what, yes. what somebody said to me. You go to the dentist for your teeth, so why not go for your mental health? But mm. I think, did they ask you about your childhood and stuff? Uh, we've touched upon it, but we haven't, we haven't done like a, oh, you know, we haven't followed the traditional route in terms of, oh, complaining about your childhood. I'm also very, very conscious. I've had a very nice life. <laughs> okay, so... I don't. F- I haven't had any great trauma. The biggest Neither trauma I. <laughs> um, yeah, you've had you've had traumatic moments. All right. Well, you have. Jesus. 
So, yeah, anyway, uh, so I'm giving it a go. And I'll report back uh, in a few weeks' time as to how it's Oh, OK. I think that's really positive of you and very open and honest. Yeah. Well, I, I just thought, well, let's, you know, try it. Let's suck it and see. Good on you. Mm. Other than Extinction Rebellion, mm. how's your week been? Uh, there's just not enough hours in the day, William. Oh, for God's sake. There just isn't. Here we go. All good. All good. Got Wendy and Graham coming up tonight. Yes, lovely. Um, Seeing them in a few days, aren't I? Who comes for a weekend mm. from Thursday to Tuesday? That's a week, <laughs> isn't it? We'll just come for a weekend. Well, it's basically a weekend in your life, plus a day. So I've had to clean house, clean flat from top to bottom. Have I talked to you about when Mikey and I went to go and actually get, sort of have our in pre-marriage interview? So you go off and you have this this meeting with the council, basically to sort of say you're going to get married and that neither of you have been coerced or, you know, he's not from a catalogue or anything like yeah. that. And uh, you, you know, for, for some of us and for some people, that might be a big moment. Mm. And for I sort of felt with Michael, oh, OK, this is, you know, the first official bit about getting about getting married. So we go to the council office and you sort of get put in a rather soulless waiting room. And uh, you can see sort of behind a frosted glass sort of wall and door where it's going where the meeting's going to take place and eventually we're brought in and uh we sat down and behind her is a glass wall into like the corridor where sort of the, the council staff will be and in that corridor so so literally as i'm looking at you behind her is just a row of big green bins and i said to her, i said oh this is romantic by the bins and she went ha 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 this is also the ceremony room. So actually, we were having the pre-marriage meeting, but actually you can actually physically get married in that room if there was a registrar. So for some people, they go into that room, bloody bins behind them. Move the bins. For some people, this is a big moment. Anyway, Mikey then has to leave the room because I have to ask, answer questions about Mikey's life. Mm -hmm. And then we switched. And we're, we're going and he's asking me what his parents' jobs are and, and all of that. And she went, it's an odd question to ask, actually. I don't know why I'm asking you. In uh, Hillingdon, where I got married, we, we didn't have to do that. I'm divorced now. <laughs> Just any, any romance that you were potentially or sort of special moment, the, the local authority absolutely drains from that by sticking you in a room lined with bins and then the registrar telling you about her divorce. I know a relative that went to do that. And um, one of the questions was, what's the first thing he does in the morning? She said, well, he usually takes a shit. <laughs> That's an odd question to ask. That's what they did. What was the sort of questions you got Literally, asked? like, what are the parents' jobs? Yeah, what's his middle name? Thing. What's the first thing he usually does in the morning? Yeah. Top or bottom? No. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, when you Graham is staying, I've got a clean flat. I've got to go back after this and do bathroom. And then you're, we're going for brunch with them tomorrow. We are. Yeah. Very exciting. I told Wendy um, that you said the reason why I'm a lot is because I wasn't breastfed as a child. Oh, for God's sake. And she said, we'll wait till I see him. God. I'll be having words for that, William. I might suddenly be ill. And that's why we're going for brunch and not drinks, because that'll, <laughs> that'll fester after three lady but petrols, she, I'll tell you that. But she's not a, she's not a drinker at, at brunch. She, no. Because some people drink at brunch. But if we went for a, if we went for a drink, okay. that would fester after, wow. after four seconds. And by the way, <laughs> William Hanson, <laughs> I didn't breastfeed because I personally wanted to keep my figure and my boobs. Graham's always said I've had lovely boobs. And... We were told in the 90s that there was nothing wrong with SMH or whatever it's bloody called. SMH? The bloody powder formula, whatever it's oh, called. Right. I don't know. So shove that in your pipe and smoke it, you posh bastard. <laughs> oh, that had happened. 
the next day she'll be like, oh, what did I say to William? And I'll tell her and she goes, oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> Do they have vodka? Should I secretly... Do they have vodka? It's your fault for giving me vodka. You know I can't drink vodka. I'm a bright bitch of vodka. I've got a suggestion. Shall I secretly record our brunch and we can put it out as a bonus? <laughs> That's not a bad shout, actually. Anyway, she's not, by the way, she's not that bad. She's not that bad. Um, but yeah. Also, uh, before mm. we move on to the listeners' yes. questions, I um, I was very much an adult this week and went to my first London house viewing. You went to a, a house viewing. Yeah, I'm hoping to get on the property ladder. Very nice. I do well not done. want to live in a world where house prices are like this and low pack butter's five pounds. <laughs> so. Um, and can you tell us what sort of house it well, was? He did a very estate agent thing. We went to look at two, and then he yeah. said, "There's one just down the road. It's a bit over budget." Oh yeah, and naturally, that's the f- that's the one that you want. That I want. It's, okay, it's stunning, but I can't afford it. It's got an ensuite. I've never had an ensuite. Oh, I've had an ensuite. I've never had an ensuite. It's got an ensuite. It's got an ensuite. Yeah. And what style of property? Is it Georgian? Is it Victorian? Is it nineteen thirties? Modern? Bloody Dan Stevens, not Dan, Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens, the historian. Dan Snow. I'm not Dan Snow. Well, yeah, but surely you must vaguely know. Is it modern? No, it's a kind of like a townhouse flat. Right. Is it Victorian? I'll give you a bloody postcode, shall I? Yeah. I'll show you pictures afterwards. And have you put in an offer? Mm, might be putting in an offer today. Today? No wonder you need to go. So I need to get off also. Oh. <laughs> whatever, ex- whatever excites you. In the second house we went in. The s- you're going to buy two? <clears throat> no, the second house oh, we went I see. to view. That could have a year. I didn't win the thing. <laughs> Sorry, can I also tell, just point out there, a good of a year. It was about two years ago. Two? Are you in your mind? You still oh, sort of God, yeah, it's fresh two, out. Two years ago. Anyway, we get to the second house mm. and couple are still in there and they're there with a baby. And she asked me if I'd take my shoes off. Right. Was, only... it a, was it a, a temple or a mosque or something? Literally two up, two down in Yeah, bit delusions of grandeur. Right, anyway, so take my shoes off. I've got bloody odd socks on, Anna. And I've got these invisible socks on that are making my, they make your feet stink. Do yours do it as well, Ben? You know, when you've got pumps on and those invisible... You know what invisible socks are? They're a bit like your pop socks, if you will. Yeah, they're just called invisible socks for men and invisible pop socks, socks for women. Yeah. No, they, so, and they look like ballet shoes when you've got them on. And right. Those feet stink at the moment. Oh, you? nice. Got these pumps on that I've had on a holiday. Hello, Web. foot fetish website. I've had them on all, all, all week and we could clearly smell the smelly shoes. We're all trying to ignore it. I'm walking around and baby starts crying and I am convinced it's from the smell of the feet. Bicarbonate of soda in your shoes. Someone else said cat litter. <laughs> but I'm not walking around with cat litter in my shoes. Or dry tea bags. Bicarbonate of soda, soda and vacuum it out. Oh, is that what you do? Yeah. Just put it in overnight? Well, probably for you over two nights. But Bicarbonate soda or the other one? Um, baking powder? Yeah. No, bicarb. Is there a difference? Yes. Well... Well, one of them's a rising agent, and I think the other one isn't, but bicarb is, bicarb is used in a lot of cleaning. Okay. Anyway, that's my week. Should we go to your wacky word of the week? Yes, here's the jingle. Come on, G&T, that's the time to learn a new word with Billy. I mean, Jordan is William's wacky word of the week. And the word of the week this week is Komorebi. 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 Okay. I'll tell you the definition after the break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite 
of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, Gene Divas, thanks for sticking with us, and uh, hopefully, you are listening to Jess Phillips' podcast. <laughs> we haven't spoken. What? <laughs> Every bloody can't we put a different pig in? We did in last there? week because I had words with Jack. I said I'm sick of that trail. Jess Phillips, it's fine. It's a good podcast. I hope it wasn't a Jess Phillips podcast, which I'm sure is a very good podcast. It is a good part. I've been on it. It's worse than getting to teaching. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what does Kumlam? What is it? Kumarabi. Is it a type of tractor? No. It's a Japanese word. Oh. Konnichiwa. It means the light, sunlight filtering through the gaps between the trees. So when you see in the morning oh, and you see the sun beautiful. just coming between the trees, komorebi. I need to get away and get some komorebi. <laughs> if you've not been inoculated. What's that? Don't worry. Oh, is that another thing I should have got as a child as well as breastfed? <laughs> Look, in the 90s, the advice was... On programmes like This Morning and stuff, it's mm. fine to bottle. Right. I think it was like This Morning. Well, I mean, you can't really remember. Now, in case you missed it, G&D, our very own branded steamers are on sale now. There's only a limited number, and when they're gone, they're gone. Jordan, where do they get them? They're pretty cool, these. I absolutely love mine. It's basically a help I sex of my boss steamer, because, as you know, I love a steam. Wendy also said to me, she went me up mm. this week, said, have you got an iron? I said, yeah. She went, good. So I just use my steamer strength, it's not the same. Well, for certain things, steamers work nicely. Putting a bit of life back in a jacket or a suit. Yeah, steamers for suits and jackets are mm. good. But I will iron things and then I steam them before I wear them. Not shirts, they're ironed and put away, yeah. but jackets and trousers. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you can get that steamer at swan-brand.co.uk forward slash sexted swan hyphen brand.co.uk forward slash sexted and it's perfect if you can't be bothered to iron your outfit on a night out or you need to steam the curtains 
Uh, I we can't look, I can't highly recommend a steamer enough. It's, it's Jordan is. I give you things to steam when we're on tour. Could you steam that for me, please? Yeah, and I Jordan loves it. He sort of has a little steaming corner. Yeah, because I get nervous before the show. Maybe in another. You know, if everything goes to pot, if you can't, even if you can't go and prop up a bar in Burnley, you could open your own dry cleaners. Yeah. Or I've always said I'd do a little butty shop. Yeah. So maybe, maybe a dry cleaners and with takeaway sandwiches. There's one near me that does that. You get, really? You get a slice of pizza and tuck in your laundry. Oh, it's fancy where you live. No, it's not. Oh, God, it's not fancy. But yeah, I'll put it this way. The way things are going at the moment, that's, that's only a few weeks away. Well, I'll be your first customer. Will we still do the podcast when I'm... When you're a nobody? Washed up. Well, we're doing it now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Should we go to the listeners' problems? Let's go to the listeners' problems. Oh, can you imagine us doing this in our 50s, <laughs> me cracking the same arse jokes? <laughs> Do you think that'll still be a thing? Help, I sexted my care worker. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, David's had a good week with you. You'll be divorced by then. You'll be with someone called David. Oh, well, thanks very much. You know. Two months to go until my wedding. Oh, no, that was cruel. I'm joking. You'll be together for the rest of your life. Yes, we'll be an entity for eternity. Entity fraternity. And we'll just wait for the producer to give me some problems. Christ. Sorry. Ben's um, growing a little 1980s moustache at the moment, guys. Oh, I wasn't keen on it either, guys. I think it makes him look like some out of Queen. I don't bloody know. <laughs> I said, Daddy, what have you done to your face? I don't recognise you in the mornings. Oh, you gave me a fright. Are we going for a walk? Can I have something to eat? Where's Mummy? Where's Mummy? The lady is doing her work. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we've got it. <laughs> Do not disturb me. That was Cat's impression that we've been sitting on. <laughs> ben, this lady's not for turning. Take the dog out. I'm busy doing my work. <laughs> and, and leaflet in for the Labour Party. Oh, Mummy, you're so, so moody and grumpy today. Come on, Daddy, you'll take me for a walk. What's she like? I wish we never got that dog. No, she does. She loves Diego. I'm joking, she does. I'm, I'm actually worried about the cat impression because she will literally chop my bollocks off. <laughs> Can we keep that in? We love you so much, When Jordan's cat. talking a little bit higher next week, we'll know. We'll know, cats. Cat, we love you. I'm so sorry. We love cats. You will be. <laughs> How dare you? Bonjour, J-Dog, Lil Willy and P. Benny. Class. I started listening to your podcast in the first lockdown. I've enjoyed it since and look forward to it every week. I also wanted to email in, but I've never had anything to ask until now. The story starts with my brother marrying my best friend a few weeks ago. When they first started dating, I hated it, but now it's great. I, it makes family gatherings more bearable. We live on different sides of the country, so as a surprise for her birthday, I decided to go to their house. My brother knew I was coming, but I arrived early, so I decided to let myself in like oh. I normally do. This time, instead of a hug, I was greeted with my brother, fully naked, bent over, the arm of the city being spanked by a man. Nothing's been said between me and my brother about the situation, but I don't know whether to tell my friend, which is the brother's wife. I know they don't have an open relationship and she is prone to oversharing. So do I risk losing my best friend if she finds out from someone else, or do I risk losing my brother and telling my best friend? Any help is appreciated. Many thanks. Ebony. Oh my god. Well, don't turn up early, is yes. the moral of that story. And 
don't just walk in someone's house. Because regardless of the spanking, you know, if I've said to you, Jordan, come for dinner at 7.30, and you turn up at 7, I'm still getting ready. It's a complete nuisance if you turn up early. So, her brother's married to a friend who's a girl. Yes, but was naked over the knee of a man being hit on the bottom. Oh, it all goes on, doesn't it? I would talk to your brother first. I would say you had the relationship with your brother first, because obviously you're siblings, and then obviously you met your friend. So I'd say your loyalty and also blood is thicker than water. So I would I would go to your brother first and just say, and almost I would maybe go in apologising mm. and say, I'm really sorry I saw that. Your business is your business. Oh, and then it's up God. to him as to how he, he reacts. That is, a, that's like, <laughs> I mean, it's amazing what goes on. And it all goes on with our listeners. Mm. It all goes on, doesn't it? Do you have any advice? What would you do? Let's say you came home. Or you went, let's say you went to go and visit Ryan. You're Ryan. Oh, can we please not? What? Let's, my advice, Sudocrem. Just make sure he's got plenty of Sudocrem. <laughs> I kind of want to know more. <laughs> Every hmm. now and then we get a letter or an email that just... It floors us, us, yes. I... Yeah, and it started off so innocently, Bonjour, J-Dog, Lil, William, P. Benny, which no one ever use again, please, um, and then, then took a turn. Did it? Mm. Yeah. I, they, I would go to your brother first and, and apologise rather than accuse. Because you never know, they might have an agreement. You don't know. Are you nipping to the shops? Yeah, um, Pete's coming around to give me a good scene too, so uh, give it an hour. All right, love. We get some Philadelphia as well. Yeah, sound. Um... So you're right. My advice, and I know I always say it, and probably the reason why, like you've suggested, I need therapy. Just it never happened. Bottle it up, put it in a little no, box, and it never happened. I don't think that. I think you need to talk about it with someone. Do you? Yeah. Never happened. And I think, well, yeah. As I say, talk to your brother. Let us know for a bonus. Yes, please do get back in touch, Ebony. <laughs> I, we kind of want to know a bit more details as well. Yeah. Was the guy? <laughs> Was the guy older? Was he younger? Was did, did he know the guy? Was it next door neighbor? Also, did your brother? Yeah, what did you? Did your brother notice you? Yeah, what did you? Yeah, or did a, you walk out the room? Yeah, did did your brother notice? Like, was it awkward? Have you said anything since? And how early were you? Get back in touch. There's so many more questions for that. Good evening, William, Jordan, Ben. Life can be very tricky, and good advice is hard to come by. Particularly in the last five minutes. So I was delighted when I discovered your podcast. It's very kind of you. In the last few months, I've listened to the entire back catalogue and has fallen in love with you all a little bit. I have a situation which I desperately need help with and I'm really hoping for some sensible or not advice. My next door neighbour is, shall we say, a bit rough around the edges. Not only is his back garden full of scrap metal, but the smell of his giant spliffs waft over my fence on a daily basis. These things are minor inconveniences. I hate the smell of weed. These things are minor inconveniences in comparison to the main problem, however. He has a Springer Spaniel, and instead of walking him, he just opens the front door and lets him run free. Not surprisingly, the dog is leaving massive piles of shite, as we say in Scotland, all over the road. It appears in my garden, at the front gate, and most disturbingly, in my back passage. As this man is rough as a badger's arse, no apostrophe, I do not feel comfortable approaching him and asking him to scoop the poop, so I'm at a loss. Do I bag it up and post it through his letterbox in the dead of night? Do I shove it up the exhaust of his car? Or do I get my five-year-old daughter to reciprocate by doing her business on his lawn? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Many thanks, Alison. 
I woke up the other day. Yes. German Shepherd shitting on my front lawn. <laughs> Next day. I think you've done this joke before. Next day he brought his dog, the cheeky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one because it's easy to say. I think you have to just go and, and talk to the man. I think it's a letter through the post box. Right. Everything you've said to us is through his letterbox, just saying hi, I know, and just saying, could you maybe start with a dog poo and then suggest the scrap metal? It's not worse than living next to a rough neighbour. Mm. We had one that had a settee outside front for months. You know, we know the sort, Christmas decorations up till April. I, Fag butts up front. I would install a camera. Mm. You can get very affordable cameras now. On all sorts of websites, and then what? And have video evidence oh. of it of it doing its oh. thing. Oh, so call the council. What are we saying? They call the council. Do the council deal with it? Yeah. If a dog, if the if the um, if the dog's pooing everywhere, call the council and they'll send like a letter or formal notice through. Oh, okay. Oh, oh I remember watching this on Neighbours from L on Channel <laughs> Five. Right, call the council, Alison, and keep a log of everything that you notice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just so not, not the dog's log. In the notes in your phone, every time you see dog poo, just put dates and time every time some antisocial happens. And then when you go to council, council mm. asks you to do that. They'll ask okay. to see it all. Keep a log. Right, there we go. That's good. Get Thank the council you. involved. But also install the camera so you've got hard evidence, as it were. Keep a log. Go to council. Or just out-rough them. I wouldn't out-rough them. Out-rough them. no. No, because it will escalate. I don't Talking, think that's sensible. Leggings on. We've talked about it before. Air tied up. Richmond Super King in hand. Mm. Can of dark fruit. So, Carlsberg. What's that? Strong cold. They don't do it anymore. My mate had four cans of that. I'm shitting himself on a bus. <laughs> What's it called? What they, Can't uh, wait for the film. That proper strong Carlsberg. He did. I went to watch United at Wembley. Elephant. No, it's that really strong Carlsberg. Special brew. Right. S- special brew in one hand. Fagging over and go, get inside and wash your neck curtains, you dirty cow. That kind of Isn't thing. that what your mother used to do? She's never smoked no. and she doesn't like lager. No, but she used to tell people to wash their neck curtains. She did say yeah. once to a neighbour. Maybe we could hire... No, that's not true. I can nick that off um, East is East. Oh, right. Yeah, Wendy never said that. She said similar things. <laughs> anyway. Dear Jordan and William, you mean William and Jordan, I'm looking for advice for my desperate situation. I have been in love with my boss for exactly three years, 14 weeks and two days. Okay, that's a bit much. He knows how I feel about him and every now and then throws me a breadcrumb of affection. We have, over this time, gone on dates, had sleepovers and and have sex once a week. I have just found out that during his time he has been in a long-distance relationship with a lady in Poland. They have even been on holiday twice during the time that we have been seeing each other. I'm devastated. I assumed that he wasn't currently interested in commitment, but when he was, he would naturally choose me. How do I stop myself from loving him, from feeling utterly worthless, and from giving in the next time he tries to charm me into bed? Any advice? Greatly appreciated. Anonymous. I think we might have to go to HR about this. Seriously. Is he... Is there, like... Is he like? Over, I don't. Yeah, I mean, step in the market. I, I would. Know. I would hope that HR know that you're in a sort of semi relationship with your boss. I think probably you have to report that. Yeah, I know that. I think you need to. I think this sounds a bit. Is this like abuse of power? It is a little bit abuse of power. I mean, it, it, at least. I mean, it's clearly requited uh, here, so it's it's reciprocated even. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, mm, he's, he doesn't sound... It, to be honest, if he has sort of been... Unless they are in a relationship and it's well known within the office and stuff. Yeah, obviously, well, then that's... Yeah, but then, then it takes another angle that he's, he's seeing another woman. Yeah. And if that's not the agreement, then that's not the agreement. So I don't know why you're in love with him, because he sounds a bit of a dog. Yeah, but that's easy. You can't help who you fall in love with. Um, well, but you're gonna, no, but you... You're going to have to rip the plaster off, I'm afraid. Or change jobs. Yeah. A bit drastic. It sounds like... And you shouldn't have to change jobs, but... And this is real, like, um, being straight and tough talking, but um, it sounds like you need this man out of your life. Mm. Yeah. I'd say. So uh, look at changing jobs. Maybe get some advice at work from someone higher up or HR. Mm. And I hope... Or also tell him how you feel. Mm. I, I mean, that's the, I that's the other thing. That's a tough, tough one. That that's that's. Take him out for a coffee and say, "I've discovered this. This yeah. is how I feel," it's... and and put the sort of be grown up about it. And relationships are complicated. And and talk to him about it. It's a bit of a shitty situation. That. That's it. Just we... three letters oh. today. Little bijou, bijou post bag. Bijou. Yeah, small. Sure, you make shit up. I don't. Bijou's a word. Is it? Yes. Bijou is a word, Ben. Yes, well, Ben's not. Sounds like a French cafe or something. Well, it probably is, yes. Oh, no, you're confusing Bijou with what? <laughs> what? Hmm? What's a what? <laughs> There's a line from the tour. For those that came to the tour, the what thing is really only for my own amusement. There's I don't what... think it landed that well. No, it didn't really, but I enjoyed doing it. The uh, there's, a, there's a lovely scene in Frasier where Frasier and Al's talking about they're going to go out and celebrate and which what do they go to and what is a sort of small French cabaret bois, bois, bar and uh, it, they, they're listing the three what's and all the problems they have with it. Too noisy, too small, too crowded. And then Niles, <laughs> Niles says... A city this big and only three watts. And Fraser says, how do we live? <laughs> Just makes me laugh all the time. So that was an homage to Fraser, which I'm sure one person on the tour got. You can send your nervous narratives to help at sexofmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss. Remember to leave us a review on iTunes as well and Spotify, write us a little review. Or you can write to William, he promises a handwritten reply on his own letter of paper. The address for that is on the website, sexofmyboss.com. And we will see you on the bonus episode on Friday. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.